0: You picked a
1: fantastic time to listen to Mornings with Tom and Toppy because David Williams is about to join us. Now, his life and his ministry experiences give him a heart and a passion for reaching, building, and encouraging believers with the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, David's also known for being a voice for the preborn and ministering the healing grace of Jesus Christ to men and women broken by abortion. He has a powerful story and a great opportunity to share about life with us here on Mornings with Tom and Tabby. Hey, David
0: hey Tom, how are you this morning you
1: know I am so good and I'm so excited to learn a little bit more about Mario and uh, how Mario impacted your life but but you and I had a conversation about this uh, several weeks ago so refresh my memory and tell our listener audience um, exactly who Mario is and how he impacted your life
0: yeah Mario was uh, a young man that I met when I was in college and uh, Mario you know, had a life that exuded Jesus. Like, I knew he was a follower of Jesus, and the way that Mario lived impacted me in such a deep way. Uh, and and I'm going to go back a little bit to just share why. I, I was a kid who grew up in church, so I started going to church when I was eight and went and I graduated from high school. But to be honest, and I know this wasn't the the entirety of the people that I went to church with, but the ones that I saw outside of church and spent time with, there was this disconnect between, you know, the faith we talked about on Sunday, the Jesus we talked about following, and the way their lives were lived. It was really no different from the non-Christian and the things that they did, the things that they thought you know, immorality. So these were all the things that I saw. And so when I graduated and went to college, I thought that, you know, Jesus really couldn't help me in life, that, you know, an education was going to be the ticket to my future. And I just delved into a very, very sinful lifestyle in addition to trying to get my degree and to advance in life. And in the midst of that, here comes this guy, Mario. I had never seen anybody really live out their faith outside of kind of singing about it or listening to sermons on Sunday, and this guy lived it out. I mean, the the things he talked about were different. Uh, When I would try to pull him into things that me and my friends were doing that were ungodly and unholy and unrighteous, you know, this guy would say stuff like, you know, I'm going to go home and I'm going to read my Bible and I'm going to be praying for you guys. And at the time, it seemed, you know, I didn't think he was cool and it seemed weird, but yet there was something about his life that was attractive, because he had this joy, he had this peace, he had this confidence in himself that, you know, I had a fake one that I tried to muster up, and I ran to all these other things to try to get what he had, but it was genuine, and it was real, and it was something that was wetting my appetite, like Mario was being salt. That Jesus calls us to be. He was being salt and uh, he was making me thirsty and not just thirsty for anything. He was making me thirsty for the living water of Jesus. And though it took a few years for me to get there, God used the reality of Mario, somebody who was my age and in my stage of life who lived for Jesus because his life had been radically captured and conquered by Jesus. And the impact of Mario's life impacted me. And when I finally did come to faith, I looked back and saw like God used the the impact of his life to show me the reality of Jesus. And that I think that was really what helped me to see that I needed him, that he was real, that he really could make a difference in my life.
1: Wow, his name is David Williams and his friend's name is Mario. It had such an impact on him. And well, David, let me ask you this. Uh, Were you and Mario close over the next 30 years or whatever? Tell me about uh, the continuation of the story.
0: No, you know what? we. Um, you know, during our college years, I would see him and I wouldn't say he was like close, a good friend, but he would get around me and my friends, you know, he would Mm -hmm. come around us, but he wouldn't do what we did. Um, but he would get around us and he would talk about, you know, his faith and how his faith impacted the way he looked at the world. But then after graduating college, I didn't see Mario and I actually still to this day haven't physically seen him. But the impact of his life is so great, Tom, that when I go around the college campuses and I speak to young people, I tell them of of Mario and how the impact of him just living the reality of Jesus impacted my life. And so I call them to, you know, live for Christ and you never know who's watching and the difference that it may make. And you might not even see the reality of what happens because Mario had no idea that I had become a Christian. Mario had no idea that I was in full-time ministry. I would share stories of Mario with my family. In fact, my oldest daughter, who is a, a junior in college, when she left to go to college, she said to my wife, I'm going to be a Mario to somebody. And it was just last year, Tom, that after all of these stories that I've told, my wife said to me, is this guy Mario even real? Because we, we, we you know, we've never seen this guy Mario. We've never talked to him. So I looked him up. I called him and had a conversation with him and shared with him the impact of his life on my life. Mario today is a pastor, but when I called him, Mario was discouraged, and he was in one of those seasons thinking, like, has my life really had any impact? And here's a man from 30 years later who calls Mario up to tell Mario that your life lived for Christ has made a difference in my life, and let me share with you what God has done. So, yeah, we've had some phone conversations, but to this day, we haven't seen each, each other, But, you know, the thing I'd say to the listening audience and even to myself is sometimes we discount, you know, when we really live for Jesus, the impact that that has on those around us, our children, the people we work with, the people that we go to and we see in the grocery store, when we're living for Jesus and people know that he's the reason we live the way we live, it has a greater impact than we could ever know.
1: You're listening to a conversation with David Williams, and he's talking about Mario, the person that impacted him the most during his college years, who truly lived out his faith. And uh, David, thank you so much for just sharing that story of Mario and his impact on your life. And that brings us to that question. I mean, who is the Mario in your life?
0: Yeah, and I yeah, think, oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, and, and as I was thinking about this, you know, I, I have a Mario story in my own life. It was the person who ministered to me Um, when I was in high school, he was the Christian, right? (laughs) And I was not and the uh, two of us uh, really started talking about things and he would share scripture with me he was a songwriter and he said you know I always use scripture for my lyrics that way I just have to worry about the piano part God already provides the words and so we were just talking about things and and he was instrumental in me years later coming to faith in Christ and now I had an opportunity to actually reconnect with him because we were both at a marriage conference I was doing a theater thing he was the music guy so I got Got to let him know um his impact on my life and then I served on staff at a church with his dad so had this kind of full circle moment with him because there are Mario's in our life that really make a big difference. Yep. And yep. and so you um you went from sharing a great story to meddling just a moment ago backstage. <laughs> and not just who was the Mario in our life, but you asked the question a little bit differently. Tell us about that.
0: Yeah. So as Tom asked that question, who is the Mario? I I think they would love to hear from the listening audience, you know, call in and tell them who's your Mario, who had that impact. But also, you know, not only who is the Mario, are we being a Mario? Are we living out the reality of what it means to be a Christ follower in our everyday life? Or is our Christian faith confined to Sundays and to our going to church Or is it really a life that's been captured by Christ and that we're living it out in the midst of our homes, our marriages, with our kids, in our workplace, everywhere that God sends us, do we realize that we are called to represent Him? And is that true of us? Can we say that? None of us are perfect, yeah, we we stumble at times, but is the desire of our heart And by the Spirit, are we living that out on a daily basis so that people can have an encounter with Jesus, even through us, as he shows the reality of who he is uh, in our life, as he's changing us and transforming us? Or could it be the fact that, like when I was growing up, um, that maybe we're just a churchgoer, and uh, our lifestyle outside of that doesn't reflect The Jesus that we say that we're representing. And in that regard, is our life maybe being a stumbling block to somebody seeing Jesus and really coming to have faith in him? And if we're at that place, it's not a place for us to feel condemned or even to be shameful. God wants us to recognize where we are, to confess that to him, and then to repent, to change our mind, to get in accordance with God, to turn back to him. So that we can have the influence he wants us to have in this world, that people can literally encounter Jesus every day through us, through our conversations, through our interactions, through the things we do, through the things we don't do, through the way we speak, Um, by the words we don't say, that they will see that there is something different and something profound that Jesus Christ can do in a life and the peace we exude in the midst of trials and the joy we can have, even when there are sorrowful and hard times can be as something that people will see the reality of Jesus in our life. So let this be a moment where we realize like, are we being Mario? And if not going to the Lord with that and asking the Lord to help us by his spirit and his grace, to live in a way that will show forth the reality of our king and the lover of our soul, Jesus Christ.
1: Okay, that sound you're hearing in the background is the mic dropping as David Williams is uh, just sharing some truth on us. David, you took us from a beautiful story into a uh, Holy Spirit convicting moment that we're not, necessarily supposed to just look for the Mario's in our life. We can celebrate those Mario's and that's good. We can give praise and honor and glory to God because of the Mario's in our life, but you are bringing us to the point where we... Are called to be a Mario as a follower of Christ, a model, and example of what it means to be um, a Christ follower in a dark world that is so looking for truth that they don't even know where to find it. And they're not finding it in us because we're spending so much time, in my opinion, trying to look like and resemble culture that we no longer resemble the salt or the light we're called to be.
0: Yep. Exactly. And um, so God wants us, you know, the world is thirsty, and they are trying to fill that thirst with so many things that can't satisfy. But when we're being the salt, we make them thirsty for the only reality of what can satisfy their thirst. The one who has made us salt is the one who makes the people that we interact with thirsty for him. And when we're being that, they will be led to the waters that can satisfy their soul for all of eternity. And apart from that, they're just going to wells that are empty and cisterns that are broken that can't satisfy them. But God wants to use us in the places we are to represent Jesus. And he wants us to be those lights in the midst of darkness, being who he's called for us to be, that others can see our good works. And by seeing the good works that are done in and through us by God's Spirit, and his grace in our life they will glorify god who is in heaven so let's be who god has called for us to be and we can make a greater impact than we can even imagine if we will just be the reality of who god's called us to be and we can't do it on our own it causes us to desperately be dependent upon christ every moment of the day for him to do in and through us what only he can do but he wants to do that because of his love, not only for us, but for the broken, broken, hurting, hopeless people that are all around us that he died for, that they might be able to experience a reconciliation with God through faith in him, and they may experience the joy of eternal life, even as we know it today.